Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed and transformed as you listen. We thank you, Father, for everyone listening to us, even here and online. We know you are going to bless everyone because you have blessings for everyone in this particular service. Father, accept our thanks and praises in Jesus' name. Father God, be Mother's Day. I know you have message for the mothers and you have been releasing the message even through everything that you have been listening to, the song, the video clips and many others. You've been preaching about the mothers and the legacy. Father God, I believe at this time again you will speak something to the hearts of the mothers and everyone together in the mighty name of Jesus. We know your presence is already here. Right on Jesus. Do what no man can do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Touch every soul. And every heart that is listening to me right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for everything. Take over. Take charge. I hide myself behind the cross. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Praise the Lord. Please, you can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Today is Mother's Day. But before I bring out any message at all, I just want to use this opportunity to do some appreciation. And I will start with our senior pastor, our duo, and the wife that has given me the opportunity to climb upon this platform to minister to the people of God. I am not taking it for granted. I must say thank you. And in the person of uh, our dear Reverend and uh, Pastor Mrs. Peter Amir Daji, thank you very much, very much. I appreciate the opportunity. And I must appreciate all other pastors, pastors, senior pastors, assistant pastors, and the leadership. Even in the house, I may not be able to mention your name one by one. I appreciate you all. God bless you all. I must appreciate even our FWI president, a mother indeed. She has been following me up and uh, trying to know one thing or the other. Thank you very much. I thank God for seeing you today in the person of our sister Ose, first of Oluwashiun. God bless you and bless your family together in Jesus' name. Uh, I must say something that the GO said, I should wish all the mothers happy Mother's Day from my husband, GO. Praise the Lord. And also, I came around with, some, uh, with a team. And I must mention their name because they came with me. And one of them is the pilot, Michael Osage. And my PA, uh, 
Oladonia Kindaunsi. She's also the secretary in the office of the pastor's wives and lady ministers. Also, I came with uh, my dear sister, uh, Dickness Omolaramojid. She's here with me. She and the husband, they are the one in the, at the head affair of the family life. So I told her to come along with me because today is the family, this month is the, the family month. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Today, we are going to talk about the mother's legacy. And um, we have been, all the things that we have been doing right from the beginning have been talking about the legacy of the mother. But we are going to read our text from Second uh, Timothy chapter 1. I'm going to read from 5 to, to verses 5 to 7. And from there, I will just throw out some theological uh, thoughts concerning this particular writing of Paul to Timothy. Let us read from Second Timothy chapter 5. Two, I mean chapter 1 from verses 5 to 7. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwell first in your grandmother Louise and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in you also. Verse 6. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. That is the scripture for the mother's legacy. But I want us to look at uh, the theology behind it. We saw in this particular writing, it's a letter, it's a personal warm letter of a spiritual father to his spiritual son, Timothy. And when you look at it, Apostle Paul was telling Timothy here, admonishing him to look into his life and see the genuine faith the legacy that has been deposited into his life. And he's trying to recall it back to him again so that he can know what has been deposited inside him. And you can see this, that uh, he decided to continue to, I mean, he decided to trace it into his life, tracing it right from his grandmother to his mother, and he was telling him, you can see the genuine faith flowing right from your grandmother to your mother and to you. You should be conscious of that. And what we can learn from here is that uh, spiritual, I mean generational flow can be positive and it can be negative. That's what we are seeing here. It was positive for Timothy. It was flowing in the mother's line. 
like all mothers will be listening right now, the spiritual genuine faith was flowing from the mother's line. Then you will be asking me the question, what of the father? We learned from uh, some authors, some people that are uh, me, some accounts that have been put down, that the father of Timothy, maybe is an unbeliever. Some people say he's a, a, he was a believer. But some people say he was an unbeliever. Some people say he's not a, a very serious Christian. But one thing I want to let you know is that uh, despite the fact that he wasn't, uh, uh, we, we are not very clear of who he, of, of his genuine faith in Christ. The mother, the generation of the mother took it up as an assignment to see that this faith flows on. That is a challenge to us as mothers. I don't know, those that may be listening to me online or you may be here. Maybe sometimes I will complain that we cannot leave a good legacy for our children. He says it's because my husband is not a believer. That is not an excuse. It is not an excuse. In 1 Corinthians 7.14 he says, For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Hence, why your children unclean, but now are they holy. So it is an assignment. Don't look at that. Continue to do the good work of putting the legacy, the spiritual legacy, into the life of those children, whether the husband is serious or not. But one thing, as you continue to pray, that husband will join you in the faith, in the mighty name of Jesus. Then we saw that... uh, and uh, Paul continued, and he was admonishing him. Even in verse, um, uh, verse 6, he said, Therefore I remind you to steer up the gifts of God which is in you through the land of my hands. Specifically, through the land of my hands. So, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. What is he saying there? As still on the preamble, what he's saying there is that sometimes parents can continue to put in some legacy inside the life of their children. But one thing is that uh, it is not only the parents that can do it. We have had it when, uh, uh, when we are viewing the video. It's not only Paul came inside. To continue that genuine faith that was in the life of Timothy. He came along the line and he was saying, you, Timothy, remember the gifts that have been deposited in you. The gift of spiritual gift, that is a legacy. Don't throw them aside by the laying on of my hands along the way. The Lord will help us. What we cannot complete as parents along the way, God will raise people up to complete it in the lives of our children in the mighty name of Jesus. That was what Timothy did. And you find out that he was telling him about fear. Some school of thought believe that after 
Timothy was converted. Timothy was a timid person. And that was why Paul was telling him, this timidity, this spirit of fear, you must let go. You are not given the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of sound mind. He was making him to recognize that, to know that. And you will know this happened later. After that, Timothy was has grown up and is in the work of, he was in the work of the ministry. Something happened. At the latter end of Timothy, around 95 AD, Timothy that was timid, Timothy that was, uh, was afraid, has taken up boldness into his life. By whom? By the, by the ministration of Paul into his life. He was martyred. Near the temple of Diana, where he was preaching the gospel. If he's not bold, will he go and preach the gospel near the temple of Diana? That was where he was martyred with stone and clubs. So we find out that everyone, whether I'm talking to everybody, everyone listening to me online, whether father, whether mother, whether auntie, whether brother, you have anyone, any of these children crossing our way, you can impact them with one legacy or the other. That is our duty. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Maybe I should just try to define legacy. Because of my time. What is legacy? It is an inheritance left behind by someone who has passed away from this life. That's number one. Say, he left some legacy in form of inheritance. Then number two. It is also referred to as definite accomplishment by parents or previous leaders that have Pass on to the next generation. What are we passing to the next generation? That's legacy. It can also be rules or models. Which have become exemplary landmarks for those that are coming behind. That is legacy. And it could be visible or invisible. I will quickly go ahead so, so share some things, and uh, I will give you about three, the, the three principles that will make it possible to pass on genuine legacy to our children. But before then, I want to, to let us know some things. I know, um, I want us to, I want us to know some things. We want to trace any, any, any challenge or any issue a child might be facing. It's always traceable back to the foundation of the home she or he came from. If we actually face the reality, if you actually face the reality, any challenge a child may be carrying on, I mean, may be having, may be facing, may be traced to the foundation of that particular child. And why am I saying so? That's why we need to look into our foundation. The Lord will help us today so that we can get it clear. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. So that most of these issues, most of these problems that our children, they are facing, we'll be able to trace it. It may not be our fault. Some people may even be telling me now, I've tried all that I can. I've prayed. I've done all that I can do. But I'm telling you, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? But God can do something. And I believe, as many that may be facing such problems in the life of their children, the Lord will trace their foundation and do something about that foundation that is being, uh, that foundation that seems to be destroyed. There is nothing God cannot repair and the Lord will repair it in Jesus' name. I'm going to go straight to the principle that will make it possible to pass on their new legacy to our children. Number one, your relationship with God. Number one, your relationship with God. Number two, your vision for the children. And number three, your family life model. Your relationship with God, your vision for the children, and your family life model. Those are the things that can guide us in giving genuine legacy to our children. And I want to also hammer it here when I'm talking about mothers, when I, which we have heard before, because I just don't want to be repeating it. We are talking about mothers, these were mothers. We are not really talking about only mothers that, that gave birth to the children from the womb. If you had a lot of, a, a lot that didn't even give birth to any child, they are mothers, and they are making impact upon the lives of the children. One of them is Mother Teresa. No child at all. But we know a lot of impact that she had upon children, upon orphans. One of them is Mary, uh, Mary Slessor. We know he was, she was the one that stopped the killing of twins and triplets. So, you find out that as a woman, you can make impact wherever you are. So that this, uh, because we know as women, we are the one carrying the womb of the home. We are the one carrying the womb of the society. We are carrying the womb of the nation. And as we are faithful to it, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So, we should see every child. Having opportunity to stretch forth our hand to every child, even in prayer. If you cannot give money, you can pray for those children to be successful in life. In any area, I want us to, I'm not only talking to mothers, I'm talking to the women in generality. And the Lord will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. But let me quickly talk about your relationship with God in relation to living legacy. What you don't have, you cannot give it. What you don't have, you cannot do what? You can't give it out. So you need to pay close attention to your spiritual needs and development. Mothers, women. And I want to talk to our young ones. This is the time to begin to prepare yourself. You can, you can agree with me. Somebody said here, I heard it, that uh, uh, the, the motherhood assignment or job is 247. No time. So if you are a single lady, if you are a mature lady, 
You are not yet married. You know there is assignments ahead. This is the time to prepare yourself. You have enough time to read the Bible. You have enough time to study the word of God. To pray for your future home. You better start now. A lot of people thought it is home video that will give us success in our home. No. So they watch various films. They watch episode 1 to 21. And they thought that is what is going to give them that time. There are a lot of films in the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation. If you want to watch the film and the drama, go to the book of Esther and begin to look at the drama there. You are learning something. Go to the book of Judges. You will see the life of Deborah. And you can use it and begin to pray about it. I'm just saying there is no time. There is a limited time. So you should not waste it. I'm talking to our young ones. So the time you have at hand, use it well. Use it well. Because I know they say film, episode one, episode two, this one, this one. What are you? I'm not saying it's not good though. I'm not condemning it. But discipline yourself. Or tell yourself. Spend more time. Because when you get into the marriage, a lot of things. And the prayers that you pray down now, and the things you loaded yourself with, is what will help you in the nearest future. So as I'm talking to the mothers, as I'm talking to the mature women, I'm also talking to you wherever you are listening to me. Whether online, or right here, I'm talking to you. Begin to prepare for the rainy day. Begin to prepare yourself, load yourself with what you will need in the future. God will give you understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to train and raise yourself up spiritually. Whatever a bird eats, that's what it's going to fly with. Whatsoever you load yourself with, that is what you will fly with. Your own motherhood, I'm talking to the young ones still, your own motherhood will be swearing. So if you believe that your own mother will be swearing, uh, the mothers, you must start the preparation now. And I'm talking to everybody. If you have not started before, the first stage to start is to know God. Because if you don't know God, you cannot give those children anything that is worthwhile. The Lord will help us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't ever think of lowering the standard of the Lord in your home. Don't think that you can lower the standard and get the good results. No, it's not by that. You can't lower the standard. We can, uh, we, uh, your prayer life must be standard and not substandard. You can, in Jude chapter 120, he said, but you, Jude 120, but you beloved, Building yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. It is very important. If there is anything that mothers must do right now, is praying in the Holy Ghost. Too many things to pray for. Pray for husband. Pray for children. Pray for the family. Pray for the nation. Pray for everything. So you, you, are, you are in the toilet, you are praying. On the steering, you are praying. Everywhere, you are praying. You are taking charge. You are taking control. If you can have a lot of Christian mothers in this nation, our problem will be solved. 
Christian mothers, we must arise to the call of motherhood. A lot of things that are happening right now, we can trace everything to the home. Abandoned children, bandits, different kind of things. Call it rapists. Where are they coming from? They are coming from a womb of a mother that have failed in their responsibility. The Lord will bring them back to the cross in the mighty name of Jesus. We can remember Susanna Wesley, mother of John and Charles Wesley. She's referred to as mother of Methodists. And it is not for nothing. She's, she's a woman that has many children. But we are just talking about uh, John and Charles Wesley, for, 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 for example. She had a powerful influence on the faith and lifestyle of John and Charles Wesley. She prays two hours a day. And whenever the prayer time met uh, uh, Susanna Wesley, anywhere, whether in the kitchen or everywhere, the, the, the record has it that she will throw her apron upon her head and begin to pray. We are uh, the mothers that are praying. We should take challenge today because we are asking that we want to change the world. We want uh, everything to change positive. We must arise. We must arise in prayers. Where are the Deborahs? Where are they? Where are the Esthers that can pray to change their fear? When they, they have already concluded, as they are concluding, when they have already concluded that they are going to annihilate the whole Jews in that particular country. Esther say, oh yeah, let us, let us pray. Fast for me. Fast for me. And by only Esther, every plan that they have planned was water, was scattered and shattered. I pray if we women, we are more than one. Esther was the only one. But we are more than one. If we women can arise, I believe there will be change for Nigeria. If you can cry because God cannot stand our weeping, just as our husband cannot stand our weeping sometimes. Hallelujah. We must arise and cry unto the Lord and say there must be positive change. And the Lord will give us change. In the mighty name of Jesus. She left a legacy. I mean, Sister Wesley. She left a legacy that lives on till today in the body of Christ through her children. You will leave legacy. That will live on. In the mighty name of Jesus. Not only legacy for your children, but for the whole nation. That we affect the whole nation. That we affect the whole world. In the mighty name of Jesus. But you must be connected to God. A mother of God, Godly influence works to keep herself healthy, alert, and well equipped for the work of motherhood that God has called her into. If the mother is sick in the home, hey, everything in the home will be sick. You won't be sick in Jesus' name. Our fathers, they know that. The kitchen will be closed. The department of uh, stomach infrastructure will be closed down. But God forbid, we are not going to be sick women. 
we're going to be very, very strong so that we can uh, achieve our assignment that the Lord has given unto us. If you want your children to grow up with your faith, then they better see it at work in you. It must be working for you. Woo! Hallelujah! You want your children to grow up in faith, it must first of all be working for you. Then it's try to do a drama, a small one. Look at me. Just fix your eyes at me. Okay, touch your chin. Touch your chin. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've seen what I want. I said, touch your chin. And I was touching my forehead. And everybody followed me. That's what you are doing in the house. I was touching my forehead. That's what you do to your children. You said, no, it is not good. But you went ahead, you are doing it. Then we follow. No, you are saying it with your word, the word of the mouth. They are not hearing. What you are doing is what, what you are doing is what they will do. The children must really see the gospel change you into the image of Christ. If you chorus the gospel into their life and it is not changing and transforming your own life, it will be like mere religion to them that has no power. Christianity carries power. Power of change. Power of transformation. And it will continue to happen in our home in the mighty name of Jesus. Mothers should so forth Authentic, practical faith. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when you don't know where to talk to concerning them. Mention their names in your prayer. There are sometimes you are fixed. You don't even know what to do concerning them. You are doing this. Another thing is being, you know, being released by them. Turn to prayer. If you don't know what to pray for, Arima Kuribaba Sanda, Kami, Tokuriba Shidela Kanta, Agbenga, Bakato, Kuribaba, talk to spiritual The Lord will now begin to walk with what you are praying to do what's supposed to happen in their lives. Lay foundation that we help them to consider Christ first, always in their lives. Foundation that we make them to consider Christ first in their life. If you have not done that, you have not started. As a mother. Even in our children department. We must enforce that. Foundation. That we do what? That we make them to encounter Christ first. You must be sure that this child has Christ. They can be born again at the age of two. They can be born again at the age of seven. There is no age that God cannot, that Christ cannot encounter anyone. And they will be born for Christ. That will be the person of our children in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me quickly go to the second word. Your vision for the children. Your vision for the children. He said, they need you to serve them with final gold in mind. What is your vision for your children? A lot of us, we don't have vision. 
We don't have future for our children. What do you want that child to become in the nearest future? You should be able to spell it out at age 15. This is how I want. Just give a vision. Say, write the vision. Habakkuk 2. From 2. He said, write the vision. Eh? And make it plain upon the table. Or upon the tablet. So that whosoever reads it can run. You need to know the vision of what your children are supposed to become. Whether spiritually, morally, culturally. What is the picture that is in your heart? Some people don't have picture at all. They leave the children to be like a goat wandering away without any focus. God forbid. In the mighty name of Jesus. You need to have vision. What do you want them to become? What kind of character do you want them to have? Attitude that you want them to exhibit. The Holy Spirit will now teach you, because you are already connected to Christ. The Holy Spirit will now teach you how to bring them up. To be, to, to, to be in that position of the picture that you have in mind for your children. We know children are not the same. Mothers can bear me witness. They say, Yoruba will say, if you compare one child with the other, you will kill one. They are not the same. Even me, I know, my children are not the same. So you must take, you must listen to the Holy Spirit in training, in bringing them up in the way of the Lord, so that when they are grown up, they will not depart from me. And one thing I want you to know, these children are fantastic. It's God that created them. And He did not create them the same, because He wants to use them differently for different accomplishments. So when you see all those things, just know that God, you will turn them around. For the good. Eh? That one that is always bold. That will not allow you to talk. Say, Holy Ghost. Eh? Begin to turn him around. For that boldness, you will need it sometimes. I mean, in the future. Don't kill it. But turn it around. It will be useful. But when you don't do what you're supposed to do, it can be dangerous. Have a goal for their life. Right from the onset. Of their life. Grooming and nurturing the children at an early age, bearing in mind what you want them to become in the future. Honest person with integrity, good father, good mother, prayer warrior, a teacher of the world. This is the right time to begin to do it. If you neglect the nurturing at an early stage, they can become a prey for the enemy. And God forbid in Jesus' name. When you get some time, will not permit me. Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9. Please, I mean, Deuteronomy 6 to 9. Read it. I don't have time. It's talking about you must teach them every time. Wherever you are, in the car. I met a mother. He said, I'm even tired yourself. This work, every time, talk, 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 talk. You better talk now so that you will rest tomorrow. Not when you are old, you begin to talk. The talk that you're supposed to talk when they were young. Do it now. Proverbs 22, we have already, 22.6, you said train up a child. Mother's parenting requires to put the end result in mind. 
put the end result in mind. It requires you to have a vision of value. The behavior, character and attitude you want your child to embody in adulthood. It requires you to consistently model and enforce the picture you want them to grow into. Consistently. Consistently model them. And have the picture in your heart. And that picture you have, the Lord will help you to bring it to come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. If you want a child to grow up being industrial, teach him or her the joy involved doing routine chores faithfully. You want the child to know how to do a lot of things. Don't, when they are doing work in the kitchen, you leave the child watching film in the, in the parlor. Oh! It's supposed not to be so. Teach them to live a life of sacrifice. If you want them to be honest, teach them. The value of living a life of integrity, holiness, where there is nothing to hide. If you want them to be humble, teach them the value and dignity of other people. How to respect, respect your fellow human being, and respect fellow human being, and not abuse them. Steer the road and you spoil the child. Some people, they idolize their children. The children are not for you. He said children are the heritage of the Lord. And the, and the womb, and the womb is the reward. The children, they are heritage, inheritance of the Lord. You are given to take care of. You are not given to spoil them. You are not, they are not given to you to idolize them. Some people, their children are like eggs. If they drop, they will just scatter. That will not be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Daughters, I'm saying this, learn how to treat their children. Listen to me. And husbands, by watching the way their mother treat their father and those of the members of the family. You have daughter. When the child, when the daughter marries, the way you are treating your husband. The way you are treating the member of your family. That is how that child treats those people that we, you know, will be around her. Sons, learn how to love and honor women. By watching, uh, by watching how their mother love and honor their father. They learn what a good mother is like by what they see in their mom. So, the way you treat your fa- the father... They will see, there was a child in a school, in a nursery school. The child was about seven years old. And the child, you know, seven years old, maybe primary one or so, something like that. Then there was a lady, she said, it's a boy. And there was a, a girl in that same class. And they were having some, you know, they are having some interrogation. He said, will you shut up your mouth? The girl said, what are you talking about? He said, I said, shut up your mouth. If not, I will discipline you the way my father used to discipline my, my mother in the house. Is it not what she, she is seeing? That is it. And he packed the, 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 the skirts of the child and he wanted to be lashing the, 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 before the, the teacher said, no, 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 you don't do that here. So I want to discipline her the way my father used to discipline my, my, my mother in the house. That's what he's saying. God will forgive us. I talked to father, but father day is coming. 
Praise the Lord. The scripture taught is that, I've told you that it could be, you know, most of the things we are doing, they can be sin is generational flow, blessing is generational flow. We just have to decide what should flow through our own territory. And the same thing, um, I'm going to take the, the third one, your family life model. Your family life model. Model a godly family through a good relationship with your husband. I've spoken a lot of that. Daughter, I've said it, and son, you, the way you learn uh, from the father. The scripture, I've, I've spoken about that. Let, let me just go to Exodus 26. Says, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandment. What I'm saying is that uh, when you allow this thing to flow, the Lord will show you mercy to make it to continue. We can remember the children of Rechabites. What uh, uh, is in Jeremiah, when you get home, it's good for us to read it as parents. Jeremiah 35, 2 to 19. Jeremiah 35, 2 to 19. It's, uh, it's talking about the Rechabite. If you read the 35, uh, Jeremiah 35, 18 to 9, but before them, they told the children of Rechabite, come and take drink. The priest set before them, drinks, wine, hot wine, and many other things. He said, you people should come and take it. Nothing, we are the ones setting it before you. And the, the, the Rechabites, uh, the children, the Rechabites, the children of Jordan, now told the priest, they said, our father told us that we should not take hot drink. We should not take this type of wine. That if we take it, uh, if we take it, it will not upward go well with us. Not only that, that is the, I mean, the legacy that the, our father has given us. We should not give it to our children, neither our wives, neither anyone in the family. We should keep the legacy. And they did. Come and see the blessing of the Lord in it. Before I round up. The blessing of the Lord is in it. It's in, um, the blessing of the Lord in it is in uh, uh, 18 to 19. And Jeremiah said to the house of the Rechabite, Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have obeyed the commandments of Jonah by your father, and kept all his precepts, and done according to all he commanded you. Therefore, thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadah, the son of Rechabite, Rechab shall not lack a man to stand before me forever. That is the legacy he left behind for his children. There will be no one to stand before the Lord forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to tell you that um, I, I want to conclude with this. And what I want to conclude with, because my time is fast spent, is that we must give our children spiritual legacy. To be sure they encounter Christ. Social legacy. Relationship with the low and high. You should teach them. Because they will, they will go out there and they will meet the low and high. You should give them moral legacy. Values and respect like that of Rechabites. You should give them cultural legacy. 
there are Christian culture that we must not allow to fade away from our children. As for Squarian, despite the modernization, we must give them all this legacy. Spiritual legacy, social legacy, I have no time to discuss about them. Moral legacy and cultural legacy. And it shall be well with all our children, wheresoever they may be upon the planet of the earth. Rise up on your feet. Reach out and touch someone for Christ. Make this world a better place. Yes, we can. Women, we can. Yes, we must rise up and touch someone there. That child there. We may not, they may not be our children. We must have plans for them. To make this world a better place. Yes, we can. Reach out and touch someone for Christ. Make this world a better place. Yes, we can reach out and touch someone for Christ. Make this world a better place. Yes, you can. Wave your hand. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, you can. I want you to join me to pray this prayer. And the first prayer you are going to pray, you are going to pray that whatsoever is lacking in the life of my children, of any children, that we were unable to instill into their life and they are gone, that the Lord will make up for it. Are you hearing me? Your children cannot lack, they cannot have everything in your, at the four corner of your home. Some people must impact upon their lives. Begin to pray. Whatsoever may be lacking in the lives of our children in the Sunday school, here and there, that I was unable to impact upon their life, and it's going to be a problem in the future. Make up for them. Bring people across. Only Kaposhi de la Kanta. That will impact their lives positively. So that they can be useful. In the name of Jesus. Osekiri Boboshi de la Kanta. In Jesus name we pray. You are going to pray. That God will bring our children across the people. That we have positive impact upon their lives. Not people that will have negative impact upon their lives. Eh? That will live upon their own legacy, whether you like it or not. The children are going all around eh? and somebody must impact their lives, eh? whether positively or negatively. You are going to pray that God eh, bring them across eh? people, spiritual people that will have a positive eh? impact, positive legacy upon their lives. Eh? In Jesus' name we pray. You are going to pray. You are going to pray finally. You are going to say, make them positive and good influence in their generation. Make all our children positive and good influence. Even in their generation. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Paradventure, 
there may be somebody under the sound of my voice that has not connected to Christ. Whether a man, a woman, a young lady, anyone, if you have not connected to Christ, you don't have the encounter, you have not started. Because you can't give what you don't have. I want you to put your right hand on your chest, wherever you may be. Your right hand on your chest and lift up your your left hand, I mean, your, your, your left hand on your chest and lift up your right hand unto the Lord, connecting you to the Lord. Put your right, left hand on your chest, lift your right hand unto the Lord and say, God, I'm ready for you. Oh, I'm ready for you. I want to encounter you. Confess your sin. If you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you. But if you confess your sin, he is faithful and is just to forgive you and to cleanse you from every form of unrighteousness. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. Make it right with the Lord and your life will be beautiful for him. This is the time. If there be anyone, lift up your hands. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for what we have had today. We bless your holy name, even for making us mothers that we be of a positive influence, that we impart positive legacy upon the children and every other person. Father, we thank you. As many that want to encounter you today so that they can have something to pass on even to the, to the next generation. Receive them. Cleanse them from every form of unrighteousness. Let Christ have a place in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. My Lord and my God, I pray even concerning this church, you will continue to move forward. You Continue to advance. There will be peace in the in the homes. There will be every family we encounter peace and progress in the name of Jesus. But I venture that a family facing some storm, we say every great storm receive great calm in the mighty name of Jesus, and it shall be well with you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.